Good morning. It's the Jason Manford Show on Absolute Radio. Hope you're very well. Steve Edge is here. Good morning. Good morning. Are you all right, pal? I'm all right, yeah. You all right? I'm all right. It's, I'm just getting to that point of the year where you just... Everybody's poorly with something. Oh, yeah. yeah you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? There's yeah. not a lot you could do. It's just, you know, it's cold and damp and... It's just that. And, and yeah. I don't know what about... I don't know about um, your boy... But my, my eldest girls, it only takes the slightest thing for them to go, oh, I don't think I should go in today. Yeah, and any I'm just, excuse. I just don't, I just don't take it. I, my daughter, you know what my daughter said the other day? I don't feel motivated. Well, well I mean, that's, I, I feel that every day. I mean, you can't that's use that excuse. <laughs> she went, I don't feel motivated to go to school today. I said, I said can I, I just let you a little, can I let you into a little secret of life? It doesn't matter yeah. whether you're motivated or not. You just got to go to school or work, and when you're motivated, that just makes those days easier. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it's only a bad thing if your job is being a motivational speaker. You know what yeah. I mean? That then exactly. that would be oh, exactly. I, can't be I said today. it doesn't change. I said arguably, I have got one of the greatest jobs in the world. I literally. I'm just, I'm a professional messer about her. I bring joy and tell mm. jokes and dress up and pretend to be other people and have a laugh and get treated incredibly well for the amount of talent that I have. And yet even I, even I, on a Monday morning go, oh God. Oh, not Mondays again. Yeah, do you know like, <laughs> Yeah, can someone get me a coffee? I don't feel motivated. Yeah. <laughs> So I just anyway, she's she got in in the end. But yeah, it's just it's just that it's just this time of year, isn't it? Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Too I hope everybody out there is all right this morning. Uh, we missed last week, so I apologise for that. Uh, but we're back. We're back this week. Um, we've got all sorts of things going on uh, this morning. Uh, we'll be playing hit with your best facts, of course, uh, at some point, um, and we'll also be talking about things that you invented. Um, which is a surprisingly popular topic. So if you want to ever get in touch with us, you can always email jason at uk. Uh, what's going on, Edge Towers, Steve? Well, it's, obviously this is slightly pre-recorded, so this is a, mm. it's a school morning, so they're all getting ready. I don't think you can hear it, but my son's practising his, his violin. He's, he's seven. <sighs> I think he's the only one who does violin in his class. I was going to ask, who's decided on that instrument? Uh, he just wanted to. We just tried him with an instrument, and then he seemed mm. to like it. And we went, "Oh, that's right. good. He like he's found a, he's found his thing. He's going to be the next Vanessa May or whatever." Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then we discovered like last year, we were like, "What do the what do the other kids do when you go to your violin lesson?" And he said, "Well, they did double maths." I was like, oh, "I see what's going ah, on." Okay, <laughs> clever lad. <laughs> he's just gone. I want to. I just don't know. I just want to be a violinist. I'm just so Nigel Kennedy of Kent. He's only it's literally once, you know, once a week, isn't it? So I mean, I don't know, but he's, I mean, he's better than me already. But I mean, that's yeah. He's doing but, jingle bells at the minute for Christmas, mm, and um, right, it's a weird because obviously the, 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 it's quite early stages, so mm. it, there's no sort of, um, not too many sort of finger notes on the fretboard. It's kind of more yeah, um, just open strings. Oh, so nice. jingle bells sort of sounds. Dirt, dirt, like that. It's all of you know, and it's hard. I mean, I would go, argue, no, Steve. No. Yeah, I would argue when it comes to the violin that even when it's played incredibly well, it's yeah. still a bit annoying of an instrument. <laughs> I think you're like, thinking of the fiddle. No, fiddles, fiddles. Another. That's another thing. I just think even when played like, <laughs> I think that's always annoying. The fiddle. By, oh yeah, agreed, agreed. I mean, I'm from an Irish family. We're in. Uh, you know, yeah. Irish band. So I've heard a lot of fiddles. It's high, isn't it? Yeah. It's high, isn't yeah. it? It feels like it's yeah. mocking you. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> Why do we know um, violin players? Like we've just mentioned, you mentioned Vanessa May. I mentioned Nigel Kennedy. There. Vanessa May. Why yeah. do we know at least two violin players when? How many trombone players do you know? I don't know. What? It's just because I think Nigel Kennedy was a bit punky, wasn't he? And he, uh, he was, yeah. supported Aston Villa. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, Vanessa May was beautiful. I mean, that's and, memorable, and isn't it? I she supported that, yeah. West Brom, didn't she? She was, yeah. they were rivals, of course. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I, yeah I think it's... that's, I don't know. Yeah, how many must have been on variety you know? shows more. Tuba Name players, a double bass player. 
<sighs> Don't know any. I do know uh, one trumpets. tuba player, actually. Tr- tubist? Tubist. Yeah, I'll go mm. with Tubist. I know one. I mean, I just, I oh, like just... Name him, it's like not a famous person. I know one. Sorry, right. okay. No, no, I just know one. Yeah. You know, at least I know one. <laughs> just a friend of ours. Husband. Yeah, friend of ours husband. <laughs> I thought you I thought you were gonna I don't even think he's picked up a tuber in ten years either. But you know no. he was. <laughs> or was it the French horn? There you go, you see. But hey, guess what's coming up, Steve? It's only Christmas. No, I know. Are you getting excited? I if I'm honest, I get more excited about yeah. our uh, Christmas special. Mm, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, you know what? What's what's been your eye like? So the Christmas special when we eat weird and wonderful food, individual limited edition food creations from yeah. the supermarkets of Great Britain and beyond. Oh. What's been the weirdest thing that you can remember we've had? I think the weirdest thing is um, the sauce. Did we have like sprout flavored sauce one year? That was weird. Um, sprout ketchup. Yeah. No, sprout vodka. The weirdest thing ever. We had? No, there was a Christmas dinner vodka. That's oh, that's what you're it. thinking of. That was it. That's Christmas the weirdest thing vodka. ever. Oh, it's horrible. It smells. Oh, it smelt like you've thrown all the dishes in the in the mm. in the in hot water, yeah. put a bit of fairy liquid on top, a bit of lemon, and yes. that was what it tasted like. I remember it smelling like your sort of alcoholic uncle had just finished mm. his Christmas dinner and then burped in your face. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's not like. Yeah. Yeah. Vivid. Yeah. Vivid. I've got it. I've still got it. Oh, it's about three, four years ago, that, and that's still the one that sticks with us. And that still was a memory. One. Still a memory. Um, but if you have spotted any uh, mm. sort of limited edition Christmas flavoured uh, alcohol or food or snacks or whatever it is, um, yeah. And we might have missed it. Uh, drop me an email, Jason at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. Um, we can try it for you. And you don't have to. Then you can. We can find out whether it's quite nice or not. Yeah, we'll get someone to divvy up. Which is like we want some alcohol and some food because otherwise, because we do drink the alcohol. Oh, we made that mistake. So if it's just year, alcohol, we'll be battered. So we need somebody to <laughs> throw in some mince pies and some crisps or something. We need yeah. something to keep us. On the right side of uh, sobriety. And, and, and Ofcom. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that one, yeah. That's that. Yeah, so, uh, so yeah, let us know if you've, if you've spotted any, uh, whatever it is, could be absolutely anything. Um, I love, I'm, I'm a sucker for a limited edition flavour of something mm. at the best of times. So Christmas, it just adds uh, tenfold. So uh, let us know. Jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. Send us um, uh, you, you know, a link to it or uh, whatever it is that you've spotted whilst out there. Or even just tell us your favourite that you've seen over the year. Maybe we can find it ourselves. But uh, that's our Christmas special this coming soon. Is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. It's time for a bit of this. Questions for Steve. 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 Steve. Slightly different one uh, this week, Steve. Uh, Bush and Ritchie right. uh, from Drive Time oh. have, uh, have got a question okay. for Steve. So uh, let's have a listen to it. I've got an idea for a spin-off show. If Jason ever goes on holiday and it's just Steve, yeah. they should do a series of shows, just Steve on his own, called Edging. <laughs> I just want to put it out there. Let's, yeah. let's see what, the, what comes back from the Manford camp. Here's another idea. Should uh, Jason go on uh, holiday for the weekend and Steve Edge is in on his own? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a listener gets invited in to uh, perform the show, sat on Steve's lap, and the show is called On the Edge. All right, can we go one more? Yeah, do it. Right? I, I don't know. As Jay, in terms of Jason, our producer will be able to tell us this. Does he have boys or girls in terms of his, his children? He's got a mix. Okay, he's got a mix. So if they're a little bit older, he should do a tour called Manford and Sons. <laughs> <laughs> Three great ideas there. Let's wait for them to get back to us. I feel like, yeah. From the you know, Edge. That's a, that's a possible edge. biography title, isn't it? You know, On the Edge, Edge of yeah. Sanity, Edge of Reason, Edge of Madness. Yeah. It depends which way it goes, really. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, also, what, how you get on yeah. with, your, with your guest. You know what I mean? Yeah, because exactly, yeah, exactly. They, they could, if you, get, if, they get, if you get on with each other, then that's going to be a fun show. Even though they're sat on your knee, it's going to be a fun show. But imagine you've, just didn't get you didn't click and then the some poor I, fellas I just think even if you did get on with them there's a yeah but there's a point when it becomes awkward even if you got on like a house on fire like you're my best mate but if mm. you were sat on my lap for longer than about 
25 minutes. I Because, you know, I love you. I'm going to yeah. go 25 minutes. But even after that, appreciate that. it's that's a long yeah. time, isn't it? Uh, Manford yeah. and Sons, I think, would annoy my daughters, if I'm honest. So I don't think, I could, I don't think that's yeah. going to work. They'd be pushed out of the family business. No, that's yeah. not right, is it? Um, yeah. Um, no. But I did I did have that time. I told you that, didn't I, that time where the fella from um, White, who sang A White Shade of Pale. What, what's that band called? Procol Harum. Procol Harum, is it? Yeah, yeah I think so. Um, where he <laughs> mistook me for the guy from Mumford and Sons just because oh, of my they? surname. Yeah, because actually, like, do you know what the guy from Mumford and Sons looks like, Steve? Uh, no, I think not really. I, I think you wouldn't pick the, him in a lineup, would you? Like, no, I wouldn't pick him. No, no, no. I don't know what no. he looks like. He could no look idea. like you. He could look like you. Could I imagine like a beard, a little bit of hair. Yeah, most most British blokes look a bit like me. Anyway, I think he would probably wear more folk, trying to grow beard. folky clothes, though. I yeah, think probably. he would have like like a neck chief or something, which I've oh, never yeah, seen yeah, you sure. wear. Which should, no. I'm not against, but maybe, yeah, yeah, it's not it's not me, but yeah. So I and I, so yeah, I remember that time when that fella from Procol Harum stuck me for uh, the lead singer of Mumford and One Sons. Of the Mumfords. Even though I'd just done a, like a ten minute stand up routine at a charity kick, and, uh, and he went, "Oh, you were just you doing were... a sideline." No, he just, yeah, he did, and then he said, "He said I didn't know you did stand up as well." I thought he was being smart because I think I might have just done my album or whatever. And I sort of laughed. I went, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He went, oh, I love your music. And I thought, oh, he's being genuine here. Um, Maybe he's listened to to my song of musical hits that I released one year. After a couple more minutes, I was thinking, hang on a minute. I don't know who he thinks I am. Um, And then he said, I also thought your, um, the opening song at the One Love uh, concert in Manchester was I thought that was very brave of you and I just thought oh no it's too and I'm too it's, I'm too in I'm too far into the conversation oh, yeah. to awful when that happens isn't it to correct him Back yeah track. so I just had to ride it out and say thank you thank you very much and quickly leave <laughs> awful awful moment <laughs> put your guitar in your bag yeah said, come on lads <laughs> and just uh, go grab it grab your ukulele we're off Steve uh, your cat's um, do you feel like yeah. they're expressive? Um, one of them. Well, I've, yeah, mine are complicated, aren't they? One's one's mm. basically a dog, and the other one basically left for two months, and we had to get <laughs> dragged back into our house. Yeah, uh, by the old lady who lives across the way, and he sort of sat behind me. Now, this room that I record in, my office, mm. as I like to call it, or mm. student digs, as he likes to call it. Yeah, he basically yeah. lives yeah. in this room now, like a student. And I bring his food up on a tray like a butler and give it to him. He doesn't move from this room. He just eyeballs me. And, um, well, he doesn't go down to the kitchen to have his dinner. No. That's hilarious. No. The other one steals his food. So I think that was one of the reasons he might have left. But now right. he gets the silver, silver platter service. Silver you service. Know. <laughs> silver service, literally. And he's just sitting there. Just licking himself, copping up fur balls. It's a, it's well, a light life, isn't it? It's a lovely Steve, life. Experts have revealed uh, that mm. your cat uh, you've, that actually has three hundred different facial expressions. No, I, That's what, I don't think they've got four. Well, they've got three hundred, <laughs> according to experts. Uh, there are four warning signs that you could be in the bad books with your with your cat. Uh, they have a reputation of being loners, mm. but as it turns out, they're trying to chat to us. We just haven't caught on to it yet. Our feline friends have almost three hundred different facial expressions that they employ to tell us what they want. All we have to do is pay more attention. Over 10 months, uh, researchers observed 53 domestic cats in a cat cafe and recorded 186 separate meetings between the animals' meetings. Uh, many, that sounds like they're all sat around a table. Yeah. All right, um, hey guys. What do you want to talk about? Minutes. What face is it? Every time I do my um, melancholic face, no one notices. Not and I just, I just want to pat on the back sometimes. <laughs> do, it, do it for a day. Many of their expressions are surprisingly friendly. Uh, researchers found 126 different expressions of friendliness and even love, mm. as well as 102 unfriendly expressions. I think that's what we're getting mm. mostly in our house. You might recognise the peaceful, half-closed eyes expression on your kitty. That means it's safe and yeah. feels loved. Then, on the other hand, if your cat narrows its eyes at you and flattens its back, you are not in the good books. But not everything yeah. was so clear. There were 48 facial expressions that researchers couldn't figure out at all. No idea. Oh, okay. Still now, after <laughs> doing all that work. 48. What's it thinking? Mm. Yeah, what, what is that one? Well, oh, mine's behind me right now. Right, Mine is sat behind me. Right. 
he's just sort of having a little clean. Yeah, was it? What's it? I'll what's he try doing and catch his, his eye, and I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll have a look what the face is. Hang on. Oh, we'll see. Hey, he's going to knock me out. He's going to take me eye out. <laughs> well, uh, what's his mouth doing? His mouth is quite a good indicator. It says here slightly open, but he has been. He's been sort of licking himself, so it's like it's open right. in a way like he's disgusted himself, and it's like oh, yeah. God, what I've got. <laughs> I've got to stop it's doing open this. in that way. Oh, he's not finished, or oh God, oh but what, what was that? You know that sort of that sort of slightly slack. So that's what. Well, he's over doing. half the expressions the eyes... meant that they wanted to play, including the cat's lips being pulled outwards and their bottom teeth showing, mouth open and jaw stretch. Um, so it could be that they, you know, it wants a fight. What were you saying? Its eyes. What's its eyes doing? What's Funny eyes little doing? teeth, haven't they? Uh, mm. No, his eyes. Are, they're always been. A, they're always been a bit slightly cross-eyed. So it's hard to right. know. He was a rescue cat, so I don't, I'm not sure. You know. Yeah. Who knows which, what happened? One's one's always been looking at. You know. Blackpool and the other one. Right. Oh, I see. Yeah, one of them. I don't yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's one of them. Um, but, um, well, look, I mean, knows. it's good to know, though, that, that they can do that. i got to say, these researchers are doing... You know, like, when someone says they're a scientist or, like, a researcher, you go, oh, amazing, they're trying to cure mm-hmm. cancer or find if there's other things in other planets. And then there's just some knocking Did, around. And you, if you met them in a pub, you'd say that. You'd say that to them. So, yeah. what, have you, have you been on all of the planets? And uh, yeah. I'll, I'll be the guy in the pub. So, what do you do for a living, mate? Me, I'm a scientist. Wow, that must yeah. seem to train pretty hard. What do you do? Like, is it like space rocket scientists? Are you doing that stuff, going to another planet, getting minerals back, or are you trying to cure diseases that we've had first? Or, or are you going into the rainforest and finding, like, you know, animals and things that you've never um, seen before and you can create um What do you do? What's your day-to-day? No. Talk to an average day. Well, actually, do? at the moment, I'm just trying to work out um, what cats are thinking. Well, remember that it's that famous footage of that mouse with an ears on its back. No yeah, one needed they, that, did they? Nobody needed that. What were you doing? Oh, they're trying to prove. I've still not. I've still not seen the fruits of that experiment yet. Have you? No. Nobody knows what. Happened. This is because we put that mouse, that ear on that mouse's back yeah, fifteen this is years now ago, cured. and that's why we now have that. Nope. Not nothing. Just no. a, a mouse that like, everything's dead load for Frankenstein experiment. <laughs> Good morning. Yeah. Well, I'm in. I'm in my cat's. I'm in my cat's student's. Day, You're so, in your yeah, cat's yeah. room, of course. Sharing your cat's room. Um, hey, you know, so the other week, Steve, uh, we were chatting uh, about going to the cinema and putting like sweets and chocolate like in your popcorn. Oh, you say you invented this, didn't you? This well, I did. I invented, invented that about twenty years ago, okay. and um, I've had. I've popped it online. A lot of people claiming that they'd done it previous to that, but I don't think so because I invented it. So. <laughs> Well, could so, you have? Yeah, yeah. Are you a time traveller? Mm, I don't maybe. think so. So um, it's weird that no one had thought of it before, but hey-ho, that's it. So, And then I was annoyed because when I went to um, uh, our local cinema, uh, I, uh, Cineworld there, I, um, it might have been the lights. We've got a li- the lights stockport. Um, and they sell popcorn toppers, which are just a little... Little pot of sweets that you and chocolates that you mm. put on top of your popcorn. I was living. I thought it could have been a multi-millionaire, Steve. Did you tell him? Did you tell him you'd invented it? Did you tell the lad on minimum wage? Well, I, he didn't look it? bothered, if I'm honest. <laughs> um, no. So, um, so anyway, that was my invention, and um, and so I just asked online because obviously I should have got a patent out because I've missed out on a fortune there. Um, have you ever had a, a, an invention stolen? Hmm. Like I have with me um, popcorn topper. Yeah, no, you've yeah, you've made it pretty clear. You should have got a patent, like you said. You I should have. You're getting quick with these things. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully that's a lesson to to everybody. I'm like the you know, I'm like the person who sold his shares for Apple like early on. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. that, you never get over and that. When you're a you kid, know? lots of things used to say patent pending on them. Yeah, what did that mean? Yeah, so they hadn't actually got one yet, had they? Yeah, but they <laughs> so just could have to gone, release it. Right, I'm going to nick this. I'll have I'm it, nick this. <laughs> um, so here's some, some other people have been also victims of inventing things. Um, okay. Uh, so let's go through them here. We've got, some, we've got Neil Keating who says, about 20 years ago, I kept on saying this should be a heated clothes horse. And then Lakeland <laughs> stole my idea. Yeah, I will. He kept saying it. When Steve. did he? He must maybe he said it in Lakeland, and somebody like the, the totally day that that's the what's day happened. The, the top inventor was in, and he heard him go, "Oh, somebody should invent a heated," and they went, oh, "Yeah, go put that right that down." That's exactly what's happened. Well, that's what happened with my, my popcorn topper. I must have said it at the cinema. Yeah. Or they just exactly. saw me do it. 
Mm. Somebody saw you do it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, Jasmine Storm says, as a teenager in the 80s, I used to put broken chocolate digestive biscuits in my yogurt and then blimmin' Muller stole it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I feel like they came in with a fruit corner first. I mean, that was already invented, wasn't it? Fruit in, fruit in, in, because nobody, what was the point They just deconstructed the fruit yogurt, didn't they? You tipped it straight in anyway, didn't you? Yeah, you of course you, know, you did. If you didn't want the fruit, you would have bought a plain yogurt. It's got plain yogurt, I know. It was just making us feel like we had a, a sort of a part in it, I guess. Some sort of power, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, what about Teresa here, who invented the phrase, you're having a giraffe, instead of you're having a laugh? Yeah, she, she invented it, Steve. Yeah, Teresa, um, she saw a gift set in Tesco with those words on it a few days ago, and... I was livid. Is that the first time she'd seen it? <laughs> just went white. And her husband went, You all right, Trey? And she's like, I can't, I can't believe that. You are having a, you are having a giraffe. Because I invented that phrase. I said that, yeah. Um, she also says, I also call me, like, as a sort of a, a low level insult, I call my kids donuts. Again, that's now been popularised. She invented that as well, Steve. You little she's donut. Good. She's good form, yeah. You better stick around, Teresa. She's invented. She's like she's like Shakespeare. Just like loads of words and phrases have been invented because she's of her. Throwing stuff out there, yeah, yeah, it's amazing, yeah, amazing. Have you invented something that you just never told anyone about, and and then it became an actual thing? And the thing is, Steve, I believe all these people. I, I believe them a hundred percent because. Well, what you, why would you make it up? Why would you make it up? It up? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I've been also been a victim um, of yeah. of this as well. Uh, Chris Tat says, I used to walk home drunk, but couldn't hold a chicken kebab and cheesy chips. So one night, I got them. <laughs> <laughs> so, so also, not only is this an invention that's very specific to him, he's invented it while he was drunk, yeah. <laughs> while walking home. Let me hear the well, end of this story. because That's why he never got yeah. it patented. Uh, so one night, I got yeah. them to put it all in one tray without the naan bread and some sauce and salad. And now the meal is on Just Eat and everyone in town buys it. Oh, there you go. Invented it. Invented he had it. The, he had kebab good. in one hand, cheesy chips in the other. He's thinking, how am I going to eat these? Yeah. Put them in one tray. <laughs> just going cold, just burning his hands. Going, yeah. And he's drunk. So if he falls, he's just going to end up face first, you know, in the chips. Because he's got no hands to protect himself. Exactly. And obviously oh. what's happened there is... He's so drunk, he's got, oh my God, it'd be a great invention. I'm just going to go on a patent website and just, it's just, and every time he drops off, hasn't he? Yeah, and he's forgotten to do it. Yeah. I bet there's a a sort of like a a cardboard box somewhere that stinks of kebab with patent pending written on it in in sharp (laughs) to remind himself. He's going, I'll do that and I'll see that in the morning and I will ring him. And then he's like, where's that? Oh, she's thrown it away or something. That's what's happened there. Yeah, that's what's happened. He could have been a millionaire, that guy. Uh, Chris Pearson says, in the early 2000s, I suggested to a work colleague that bus stop should have some kind of live electronic sign to tell us when the next bus would arrive. She said, that is a great idea. Anyway, yeah, yeah. it's commonplace now. Well, it's there, it's there everywhere, isn't it? It's out there, it's out there. Uh, Lindsay Shooter says, I invented Gogglebox. Gogglebox, one of the most successful TV shows on telly. Lindsay what, invented it, telly and just talking? What, where did up- she invent it? She said, I used to always say how much fun it would be to watch me and my mum watching telly. The guy who won a BAFTA for it a few, few years ago comes from my town too, so he definitely overheard me say it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. No. Sounds, oh. sounds yeah. yeah. Is this the difference between people like Steve Jobs and us normal people? Totally. They just did the patent. They got it they got sorted, in there yeah. quicker. Instead of Lindsay yeah. sat at home watching the BAFTAs going, it's him! It's him from the cafe! Uh, I know him. <laughs> he was listening to us, man. Do you remember? The one with wow. the big earpiece and the recording device on the table. Do you remember? <laughs> he sent that little mouse with an ear on its back to listen to us. That's what it's for. <laughs> That's, That's what, what it's, it's all for. for. That's there you go. Oh, it's a spy device. <laughs> yeah, it says on the ear, patent pending. Patent pending. <laughs> anyway, Nicola Norbury says, I used to ask for sweet and salty mixed popcorn years ago, and I used to get weird looks, and now they sell it like it's normal. Yeah, I still think it's abnormal, but yeah. I do as well. Yeah, she's one of the first, though. 
Yeah. Salted popcorn. Mm. What a weird thing that is. Never got Especially that. when it's mixed like that. It's such a surprise, oh, isn't it? Every mouthful's a surprise. Because oh, it's in the, in the you're in the dark, isn't you? So you just, just put your hand in, you put one in. Oh, it's a sweet one. Oh, God, what's that doing in there? You know, it's, no. Horrible. I mean, you Horrible. didn't because you were feeling your way around your revels or whatever you had in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I was doing. Uh, Anna Graves says, I invented uh, recycling bins before the council did. Hashtag bin chat. So we used to go to the paper bank and the bottle bank every week and it was a right faff and hardly anybody used it. I wrote to Blue Peter when I was about 11 or 12 and said that if they wanted everybody to recycle, we should have recycling bins at home that got collected like our household ways as an incentive for everyone to use them. I'm 42 now and the green Blue Peter badge I got is still one of my most prized possessions. So she's actually got proof that she invented it, Steve. She got rewarded for it, yeah. She did, you know, she did get the reward, didn't she? She got the badge. Well... Not the, I wouldn't say um, financially. Rewarded, Not the financial record. No, morally, no. but I mean, you know, she's morally. We're all up in the planet, aren't we? She's got the moral high ground, and she's yeah. got the badge. Hey, talking of Blue Peter, the Blue Peter badge. I, I think I presume it still gets you in free places and whatnot. It's, I presume it's still got you, some currency. Could you get in? What could you get in? Where could you get in free? Like Stringfellows well, and stuff. Where would, where would you? I don't think Stringfellows. No. <laughs> Um, two for one on dances. If, if I was a doorman on any club and somebody went, all right, mate, got a blue Peter badge, i go, and you go, sir, have a lovely evening. I would let anybody in. I think that should be, it should be, get you to the front of a queue. Of it should get anything. you in anywhere, like the key to the city. It should yeah. get you in any club. Yeah, and no queuing at rides at Alton Towers and stuff like that. It should get you, should actually Walk mean something. It used club. to mean something, that badge. I know, yeah. I was, when I was hosting Children in Need last week, uh, we had young Lenny Rush, um, who's 15, I think. And anyway, he was being interviewed yeah. because he's a child, I understand. But he was being interviewed by um, Blue Peter, the people on Blue Peter, who you don't know anymore. I mean, obviously, when we were young, we know yeah. who they were didn't we? because we watched it. But now I don't know. I was a, more of an ITV kid, yeah. to be honest. Um, <clears throat> and uh, anyway, they were interviewing young Lenny Rush. And then they said, and because you're hosting Children in Need this year, and we're all stood around watching... Me, Alex mm. Scott, you know, uh, Mel Ghidro, Chris Ramsey, uh, we're all, uh, AD, we're all sat around watching. And then the, the guy gave him a Blue Peter badge because he was hosting Children in Need this year. And I was a bit like, whoa, we're all hosting oh, it. Oh, no, no. Yeah, you can't just give one. We're all hosting it, aren't we? Yeah. You can't just give one person just because he's 15 and it's his first time doing it a badge and none of us a badge. Oh, I was furious. But obviously I had to keep it internal because yeah, I don't know, whatever, children need it. It's not about me. You know, I get no. it, but it felt, you know, <laughs> felt wrong to kick off. But felt still. At that moment, yeah, there's an injustice been done here. Uh, Maybe yeah. you have a little VT of your own next year. <laughs> yeah. Get me a blue pizza badge. Oh, I just thought it was a bit... <laughs> That's what was a bit out of order, to be honest, Steve. It is. It, no, I agree <laughs> with you. It's bang out of order. You can't just reward one person when everybody's doing it. No, as, like, as Theresa always says, they're having a giraffe. You know what I mean? <laughs> you don't know. Joey Keelty invented foot golf. He used to roll up a ball of socks, <laughs> pick a small space in a room, make a hole which could be wash basket, a vase, or even a shoe. Then I would just start at the other end of the room and see how few kicks it would take me to navigate the ball of socks through the course. And into, he must have been a student. That's it. not someone with a job. No, I mean, he's got a football. He's only ever bundled ball. Yeah. <laughs> he, what he invented was sock ball. <laughs> sock ball. That's what. That's where you went wrong. That's a better uh, Jeanette, name, actually. It's actually, yeah, I quite like that. Uh, Jeanette Foster says she invented pickle-lily sauce. No, that must be thousands of that's years old. That's been around a while, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I've like got a jar in my kitchen like that's, that's 20 years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have as well. You don't know how to date. It's pickled, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's, it's pickled, best before, it? and it's not used by. It's yeah. BB. Well, this is her story. She says, I was talking to the rep from a local maker, uh, from our, uh, I don't know what a local maker is, from our area, uh, who was putting their products on supermarket shelves and telling them I made my own and used to put the rest of the sauce in a bottle. Uh, within weeks, they had it on their shelves next to the, their jars of piccalilli. Oh, well, oh like, so piccalilli sauce in a bottle is what she's saying, not piccalilli sauce. Oh, okay. She's no. saying in a bottle. Right, so okay. oh, so right. she was making it fresh. 
Yeah. And then she had the idea to put it in a bottle. Well, there you go. Well, maybe she did invent that. I'll take that back. Uh, ben yeah, says, about 12 years ago, I came up with a book struck film script, uh, but never did anything about it. About five years later, mm. the exact same thing came out as a film, Train to Busan. Excellent film too. Gutted I didn't actually do anything with it at the time. Well, well these things one. happen, don't they? I've not seen that. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like a, is it a, a zombie thing on a train? I think, I don't know. I think so. I think my dad's seen it. Um, but I mean for me and you Steve of people who do actually write ideas and things for TV that is one of the most frustrating things isn't it when you something comes on and you think oh I had that idea that's that idea we had yeah no it's uh, yeah I mean yeah I I, I still go down with the theory though that um, somebody's listening all the time always (laughs) and they're nicking your ideas yeah I but mean, we it could be like, yeah, it's a collective, you know, it's nah. a time and place. Then we've we've been a victim of that, though, haven't we? We we actually had a really good idea yeah. when we were nobodies. When yeah. we weren't even on the yeah, radio, yeah. we were just nothing. We had a no, brilliant idea. I'm going to put it out there, Steve. I'm not going to say the idea because mm. I don't want to get sued. But a brilliant idea. We sent it in to one of the main TV companies. Mm. And, not ITV. Uh, was, which was not <laughs> the ITV. <laughs> the other one. And... Um, <laughs> It was. It went quite far. We we, had, we did read throughs. We had actors yeah. in, all sorts. A couple of read throughs. You good actors in. We had lots really of brilliant good, actors strong in, actors, didn't yeah. We? yeah. And then uh, nothing happened. They said, "Oh, it's not quite right." And then what? Mm. A, a year later, there was the a guy show that... who was head of the department. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, let's say it. He, yeah. he was yeah. the head yeah. of Don't the department yeah. for new writers. Yeah. He yeah. then went. We would seen our idea. He would have seen it because we were else. in a room with him. Yeah, then he went somewhere else, and then the first thing he did was make a show with the same topic. Mm. Mm. Anyway. Which I've still never watched. (laughs) Uh, No. No, watch episode one. Did you audition for it? And he even said in the room, your idea, you had no idea it was like this. And I was like, yeah, I did. Funny that, isn't it? And then uh, didn't get it. Didn't get it. Didn't even get it. Didn't even (laughs) give you a part in your own idea. No. But that's when you're a new writer, they can do that to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're not bitter about it at all. No, no, no. It's like, you took one to the bridge, isn't it? <laughs> Thanks for all your messages this morning of, uh, of inventions. Uh, I'm definitely going to come back to this topic because there's some here, I'm just, even I'm flicking through now, that I just think, oh, I want to know more about that. Um, I, want to know I want, how I want a big one. I want somebody claiming they invented, you know, the Wi-Fi or something. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know most I mean? of them are fairly I small. I mean... Yeah. You know, Debbie invented the trainer sock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Nikki invented yeah. handbags with lights inside. Um, oh, I didn't know that was a thing. That's a great yeah. idea, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good one, isn't it? Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, um, yes, we've got lots of uh, <clears throat> lots of different ones there. I, uh, Karen invented the salad washer. Um, Paul, what about this? <laughs> this is pretty big, though. What about this? Paul, 30-odd years ago, I invented the meal deal. Okay. That's pretty oh. big, isn't it? That's pretty big. It, well, look, he said, but I worked in the, the store, has to take it on. Oh, right, well, he, okay. He works in a supermarket and yeah. he used to get loads of office staffing. Um, I said to a manager, you know what we should do? A promotion called a meal deal. They could buy a sandwich, a drink, and a snack uh, for a set price. He said, that'll never work. Mm. <laughs> I'll never take off. So he actually did invent it, though. He did he actually really invent did the meal deal. It. Yeah. Music matters. Hit me with your best fact. Fire away. That's right, it's Hit Me With Your Best Facts. We play it every week. Uh, essentially, you've just got to send us your best facts, haven't you, Steve? Yeah, we want a fact that um, tickles our fancy and we want to Google, but we won't I, Google. I actually so, used one of our yeah. facts last night at a gig. I was doing a, a corporate gig, a uh, Christmas end of year thing for Pirelli tyres over oh, in yeah. Leeds. And which fact did I use, Steve? The Lego fact. The Lego fact. The biggest tire manufacturer. Big, biggest tire manufacturer in the world is Lego. Lego. That's right. Oh, they wasn't love there a Michelin, this, Wasn't there a Michelin tyres fact as well? There was a Michelin guide fact, wasn't there? Mm, probably. They made the, I think they made the restaurants in like far-flung places so that basically tyres got ruined <laughs> when you went there. It was oh, a yeah, way of that... 
you using your tyres, the Michelin guide, like, oh, yeah, there's in the Outer Hebrides, down the old track road, there's it. Oh, you need a new tyre. But it's a good restaurant, isn't it, with that? Uh, If you've got a fact, email us, jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. We'll start off with Charlene Atkins, who tells us, corned beef was made the shape it is with a key with soldiers in mind. Tins were made the shape so that when the key is used to remove a section from the tin, the large end will fit over the small end and form its own container for keeping the uneaten part of the corned beef fresh, which was used by many soldiers. Oh, I can't that. quite work Did out the maths of that. I think it's, is it fatter at the bottom? So when you, when you do the key thing, you take it off and you've eaten yeah. a bit, it will, it will, now, it will then seal over, over the, oh, you know, the, okay. the top part. All right, <clears> the, fair enough. I love a bit of corned beef. The... No, it's more expensive than you think, isn't it, corned beef? Isn't it? Have you bought it by the slice? Blooming heck. No, it's like spam, though. You know, you think it's like a cheap thing. It's not. No, it's not. They're all more expensive than you thought. That's crazy. I've got a couple of tins in my war cupboard. Just in case know. it all kicks off. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've got a cupboard just full of stuff that lasts for 20 years and, you know, yeah. it's all ready to go. Already, yeah. People laugh at you, but they won't do, won't they, when, they, when they're hungry and we're at war? Oh, I'll be laughing. I'll be laughing my head off eating my corned beef. <laughs> Exactly, you'd be having a giraffe. That's the reason that's the reason invented that. That's what always says, yeah. <laughs> um, Paul Stevens tells us uh, Ridley Scott directed the famous 1973 Hovis commercial with the boy pushing the bike up a cobbled street. Yeah, that's, that's quite well known, I think. I knew that. Is it? Knew that. Did you? Yeah. That one. That one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. I, I, feel like I, I feel like I, maybe I knew that one. That's a good one, though. I think he didn't he reshoot it about ten years ago with a kid now and he's he's a he's a you know fully grown man. Oh, I think that's he's clever. I think there was like an anniversary. I think they shot it again. But yeah, clever. I think he did a few adverts, didn't he? Uh, Bernie uh, tells us. Uh, did you know in Spain they don't have a tooth fairy, but instead have a tooth mouse called Perez? Really? Oh, he's a mouse, is he? Oh, there is a mouse in, in in Spain. So he just sneaks in. Oh, that's that's quite hard to explain to a kid that a little mouse is going to run in the middle of the night, crawl under your what pillar, we... nick your tooth, and run off. You wouldn't be happy with that, would you? The tooth fairy flies in <laughs> silently, little yeah. wings are flapping, mm-hmm. and then that's why we were saying about the coins, just carrying one single coin, two pound, yeah. one pound, whatever it is, <clears throat> and then lifts it, slightly lifts up, yeah. pops it underneath, and goes. That's why it's not. It can't be notes because the idea of cumbersome flying in with a no, wallet you oh, you got a lick of a finger <laughs> right we got a fork right, what, what, we got a molar you know what I mean it's too much no, you so can't that's that. why no our, our tooth fairy rats. I don't know if it's the yeah. same tooth fairy everywhere or it's like a bank of tooth fairies but uh, it, tooth fairy? I think it's, a, it's, it's like office angels I think there's a, there's a lot of you know they yeah. hire them in there's a lot I yeah. was um, I was just uh, forgotten three times this year really yeah and it's only the next maybe, morning maybe maybe yeah. Daughters mentioned it that, and then thankfully that night they they have remembered. And cubs, is, do you so. think they maybe they're busy? Maybe there's a, is there a lot of kids around York. Maybe they've gone to like the, the wrong house or something. Got confused. There's a lot of kids to, in our house. Yeah. Pull it. <laughs> so many well, then maybe they've gone to the wrong house though, and tried to pull the yeah. kids' tooth out, or they're, they're, under the, they're still under is, the pillow, going, "Where is it? Where is it?" I think it's when there. you're messing around and you're not going to bed on time. That's what. That's the reason they don't come. So well, you say this, but what we're coming? What period are we coming into? We're coming into oh, yeah. elf Christmas. period, aren't we? Yeah, elf on a shelf elf. period. Oh, he's, he's so back this. next week. I forgot about that. <laughs> already, 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 I can feel the anxiety of sitting there. <laughs> right, let's go to bed then. Ooh, lying in bed, I'm absolutely. Sh- oh, the elf, the elf, yeah. <laughs> oh, the elf. Do you know the worst oh. thing? We've got two. We've got two elves. We've got to think of things for two to do. Because we, well, you mean, one year you we mean? forgot one. What do you mean? Well, you one year forgot one. one and we... You mean the elf forgot? The elf forgot to come. Sorry. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, no. When we open, no. Listen, well, no. I, I got. I, I phrased that wrong. When well, I open the Christmas very, box, well, very decoration. Listen, when I open the Christmas box with all the decorations in, yeah, I think he hides in there somewhere because okay. he used it, like next day he's just there doing stuff. Oh, one I see, year he wasn't there. No, right. so. I so the next day I did the usual ritual. I lay in the snow naked. I screamed Santa, send yeah. another elf, and then another right. elf. You know this is right, isn't it? And then another elf appeared mm-hmm. uh, the next day, like the the fourth or the fifth. But then there was two of them. Yeah. Oh, so now, right. so now two, two of them elves. always come. Oh my gosh! Yeah. we've got a good one yeah. and a bad one. Oh, you got a goodie and a baddie. Yeah, right, yeah, okay. yeah. They look the same. 
suppose no, one got different, different trousers or something. Good ones, right. sort of like a bit softer and a bit nicer. And the the, the what you're trying to say one. is one was from cost, cost, was Costco <laughs> and one was from Poundland. All from Lapland, though. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, Steve. I, I said, did I say Poundland? I meant Lapland. Sorry, <laughs> that's what I meant. Got me lands mixed up. <laughs> Basically, hands stuck together, hands magnet together, or or stitched together. Exactly. That's, that's the, yeah. Well, I guess there's more people dead than there is alive, so yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Parisians. There's more dead and, Parisians than there are alive Parisians. But why? Yeah. Why so specific to Paris? That's just the world, isn't it? I know. It must be. Must be dead London. People and alive people. It? Yeah. Mm. No, that's that's the one. Uh, Adam Nev says bees have an extra stomach called a honey stomach. They store nectar there, and it thickens to honey by essentially being sick into another bee who stores it in their honey stomach and passes it on. The growth cycle continues. We've got right off on it. I've got right off off on it. Just throwing up into each other's mouths like two bees, one cup. I did not. <laughs> well. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> I wonder, you wonder where That's we are only next. ruined. <laughs> if you're wondering where we are next week, we've been taken off air. <laughs> well, I'm not doing it. You've done nothing wrong. Steve, you've done nothing wrong. Because like a lot of things, you know, if you get it, you're, 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 you're a wrong one. Yeah, to be fair. I, mean, I, don't, I, I just knew it was a thing, but I never, I don't know what it is. I just no, said it. I don't know. I don't know it. You don't know it. Nobody knows it. Um, we're just talking about honey here. Um, so, and a pot, a pot, two, two honeys. Exactly. One pot. That's what we're talking about. Exactly. All right, stop it. Just stop it. You're not helping. I'm getting us out of the mess and you're putting us back in. Just stop talking. It's just because they're called, it's because it's got no. honey. It's weird. Stop it. <laughs> You've already nearly ruined Christmas. Let's call it next. Now this. <laughs> <That's> next. <laughs> we always this say morning. the Christmas you get, you deserve. <laughs> We're playing Hit Me With Your Best Fact this morning. We've had some good ones so far. Andy joins in. He says, did you know that there's only two countries in the world that doesn't have the colours red, white or blue in their flag? Oh, that's a good one. Well, this is one of those things that we'd say it, and then they go, no, that's not a country, that's a republic. You know, we get in trouble for this. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. There's only two countries that what? Don't have. Red, white, or blue in their flag. Who doesn't? That'd be one of the yellow-based ones. Yeah. What colour's Jamaica? Isn't that that yellow and green? Green. That got blue in it. Mm, we're not going to work it out. We're, oh, we're not. Yeah. I'll end up insulting some nation. No, or republic, or republic. <clears throat> Maybe yeah. No, oh, it's a good no. one. That though, it's making Can't me think. think. It's making me want to Google it. Oh. But then it is hit with your best facts. It is a fact, but that there's a couple of these that turn into like questions. Mm. You know what I mean? Like sort of teasers almost. Yeah. Good, uh, good to know though. That that's a good fact. It yeah, it's good. good it's good. But what are they? What are they? Uh, Tana says, uh, did you know a glass ball, like a marble, for example, will bounce higher than a rubber ball of the same size? And a steel ball will also bounce higher than a rubber ball. What? A, a what? marble? Will bounce higher than a rubber ball. <laughs> Your voice went really high there. been drinking. How can that happen? Is it got to be like in an anti-gravity chamber or something? You know, for this Surely sort of a, thing. Surely it would just smash on the floor. I yeah I've I've thrown a sort of big heavy steel ball when I was a kid you know there was they were they were just around more weren't they and I just I remember that just hitting the floor I don't remember that bouncing and I had a power ball and that bounced that went up to bang hit the ceiling and came back down again the rubber no. ball would bounce all yeah. over the place everywhere I need to know what the uh, the parameters of this experiment think, are yeah. It, is it like anti gravity chamber stored? You know, like when you drop a feather and a thing in it, anti gravity. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In vacuum, that's what the word I was after. Mm. They fall at the same speed, don't they? But, you know, they don't in real life. Yeah, I'm not, no, I don't know. I, don't some, know. Some, uh, I need to know more about that know. one. Uh, we've got this one. Uh, Charlotte Welks says Prince Charles is. Well, it's not Prince Charles, is it? 
Oops, King Charles. King Charles. Mm. It's, it's still hard to. It's a bit a bit when they went from marathon to Snickers, though, and it is that it, it's hard to. It takes a while, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, people are not going to accept it, are they? Really, you know. King Charles is like the Snickers <laughs> yeah, yeah, of the royal family. Uh, King Charles has a yeah, car fueled by wine. 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 Yeah. Not specifically wine, is it? it, it it's not going to be like. It'll be, it'll be like a vinegar, won't it? Rather than be white. I don't like, think, yeah, you surely like, you can't get it off a shelf, you know, straight into his tank. Yeah, is it like you don't want to mix it up, like, like, like misfueling, you've put like Merlot in, it's meant to be a Malbec, and you're like, oh, what you done, mate? You're going to ruin the engine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you've not put rosé in, have you? you have oh, put my white in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't move it, whatever you do. Or if what happens if you get pulled over by the police and they go, have you, uh, you been drinking, sir? It's actually the car. It's fueled by wine. Literally right, get out of the car. Actually, runs on wine. Get out of the car and walk in a straight line. Like, <laughs> what? You still do that? Just, just, just get straight in the police car. <laughs> Dave tells us that the world's largest waterfall is actually underwater. That's not. That's not a waterfall, then, is it? No. It's not. No. Not that. It can't be underwater. Be underwater. It's not falling. No, I mean. Or was it? Was it once upon a time? Was it not underwater, and was it a giant waterfall? And now it's underwater. But what is it? It can't be falling anywhere if it's underwater already, can it? No, but it, like, does he mean it was? You, you know, like you know. I don't know what's gone on there. How can that even be either. a thing? That's like saying the the world's largest pocket of air is in the air. <laughs> I mean, like it can't be a thing, can it? It's in there. No. Not what sure about, about Niagara Falls? Does that go underground? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. know. Right, last one for this week. We've got Harry Tries who says, Jason, did you know a strawberry isn't actually a berry? It's a nut, isn't it? It's a watermelon. Mm. Oh, no. Yeah, and it was no, no, sorry. weird. Oh, no, no. I've, I've read that wrong. A strawberry isn't actually a berry, he says, but a watermelon is, is what he meant to say. <laughs> but I was like, it's a watermelon. <laughs> it's a watermelon. <laughs> Watermelon is a watermelon's a berry. A yeah. massive the massive watermelon is a berry. A berry. But the strawberry is not a it's berry. Not. I know. Is it is, is, is something weird like a nut, isn't it? It's something really mm. odd. Mm. Well there you go. None of that makes any sense. We've had this none before. Of it. Peanuts aren't nuts. None they of just them make anything it up, called nuts and berries. Just make it up as they go along. Tomatoes are fruit. Yeah. Banana. What's a banana then? What's that? What? Who knows what's going on? Nothing. It feels like nothing's a fruit, basically. But also, everything's a nut. Everything's a nut. Nothing's a nut. fruit. Vegetables don't nut, exist. Not. <laughs> Who knows? Waterfalls are underwater now. I don't know what's going on. Can't this is the problem. It's mental. <laughs> World's gone mad. Okay, we're going to rattle through our best facts for this week and pick a winner. Uh, we had Charlene tell us that corned beef was made that shape with uh, a key for, with soldiers in mind. Paul told us Ridley Scott, the famous director, uh, directed the even more famous 1973 Hovis commercial uh, with the boy pushing the bike up a cobbled street. Bernie told us in Spain, they don't have a tooth fairy, they have a tooth mouse called Perez. In Paris, there are more bodies underneath Paris than people living there, according to Stephen. Uh, bees have an extra stomach called a honey stomach, according to Adam. And he told us that only two countries in the world don't have colours red, white or blue in their flag. A glass ball like a marble will bounce higher than a rubber ball of the same size, according to Tana. Uh, the largest waterfall in the world is underwater, says Dave. Charlotte told us that King Charles has a car fueled by wine and a strawberry isn't actually a berry, but a watermelon is, according to Harry. Any of those facts useful, Stephen? I, I mean, there's loads of good ones in there, but I think I'm going to have to go with King Charles's wine car. I just need to know where that works. Really? I, need, I don't know what that means. I'm surprised by I that. Mean, the water, I mean, I'd like to know the, the underground waterfall, but I don't, I don't think it's going to... I feel like it's not going to come up. You know what I mean? But every time Prince Charles, I mean, Christmas Day when he's doing his speech, I'll be like, hey, see this geezer? That's right. He'll come on. Fat fingers here. He's got a a car. (laughs) I must put those bigs and blankets on. That reminds me. (laughs) Pop those on. Yeah. Yeah. A car that runs on wine. There's a little story in The Guardian here. Prince Charles reveals his car. This was when he was prince. It uh, runs on cheese and wine byproducts. A quaint solution. Cheese and wine. Now, to decarbonise. I know, cheese and wine. Uh, to decarbonise his Aston Martin using a high blend of bioethanol. 
Um, but it's not it's not mm. scalable to the to the rest of the world. Um, he's got an Aston Martin. Gee, yeah, he's got an Aston driving Martin. around his. I know he's the king, but I mean, just it just feels like if you're going to turn a car, you'd turn like a cheap one into a. You know, if you're going to like rip the engine out and go, oh, just put a thing in there so you can fit a wine bottle in it. But <laughs> ethanol, ethanol doesn't feel like a a by by. I mean, it probably is a byproduct, but it's not mm. wine, is it? It's 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 ethanol. Well, that's he knows, and he's he's into all that, isn't he? But um, so he's yeah. putting cheese in his tank now. That's the, that's him. I, that, I, forget the facts as it is. I like to think of him, yeah, like just like stuttering on a corner a bit. Oh, yeah, just nipping in a co-op and going. Can I get the? Um, <laughs> I just get a, a Stilton. Need <laughs> oh, some cheese for me, car. Forty miles yet. I get some Stilton, I get the strong mature cheddar slices, yeah. and then I get some mozzarella. That'll get me up. And he's just forcing it in the hole. He's getting stuck, he's all cl- clogging up, and he's just pouring wine all over it and pushing it in, and everyone thinks he's a madman. <laughs> I hope he drives carefully. Yeah, that's good. Very Come good. on. Very I'm having good. that. I'm having yeah, that this yeah, time yeah. of the morning. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. Well, well done anyway to... Uh, who, who was that who said that? Charlotte Welks. There you go. Uh, uh, Jason Manford Show... Mug will be winging its way to you. Uh, joining in next week, email me, jason at absoluteradio.co.uk with your best fact. Thanks for joining us this morning here on Absolute Radio. What have you got on this week, Steve? Well, it's starting to... It's beginning to look a bit like Christmas, isn't it? it so I might start having yet, a look, look at trees, I think. I might start... I know it's early, but I'm... I, I went last week. I'm going, I'm going all in early. Have you I got yours like... already? You're not going to It's up. not up, no, but I went, it. I went yeah. to the, the, the Christmas tree farm Go to the little Winslow. farm. Yeah. and chose right. it um, yeah I feel weirdly I'm usually a 2nd of December it cannot start until 2nd of December my dad's birthday is the 1st December's about Christmas but mm. I don't know maybe it's because I'm rehearsing for Panto at the moment so I'm sort of in a bit of a yeah. Christmassy vibe oh, so I'm noticed... busy at the beginning of December and if I don't get it up now I'm not, you know, not going to get it well, up until the middle of December so that's the thing well Steve I think you should get it up okay well, the Christmas you get you deserve <laughs> the Christmas you get you Christmas. deserve Exactly. Uh, so, well, we'll find out next week if Steve got it up or not. Um, you can email us, All Jason, right. at Absolute Radio. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, um, you can email us, uh, Jason, at Absolute Radio. If you've got any questions for Steve, any bin chat, any facts, whatever you want, and we will see you this time next week here on Absolute Radio. Have a good week. Music matters.